a Wario fan, when you go to a new place, uh, do you leave yourself any time just to you know, find where you're going? Oh, yeah. Um, I try to give myself maybe five or ten minutes extra, depending on, you know, how far away it is. Oh, yeah. That's a good head start. Was there ever a time where you found yourself lost and also found that you didn't have enough time to get yourself unlost? Yeah, actually. A real bad example was one time uh, at the DMV, I was assigned to work at a different facility. And, you know, I, I knew where the town was. I just didn't know where the uh, facility was. So, you know, I drive over and I'm driving around and I couldn't find the place. And I'm like, where the hell is it? But it turns out there's like a second part of town that's hidden. You have to go through this little one-way tunnel to get there. <laughs> so <laughs> I a was a secret afraid. part of town. Yes, the secret east side of the town. <laughs> it, it, it took me so long to figure that out. I was thirty minutes late too. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No wait, fifteen. I, I was fifteen minutes late. Okay. But still, I was just oh my god. If I had known, you know, I had to go through that scary one-way tunnel, <laughs> which, you know, people on either side have to take turns. So, of course, I was scared to uh, to go through it. Well, that doesn't sound like a fun experience, but I'm glad you had it, because it will help tonight on the Commune Podcast when we discuss exploration under a time limit. Welcome to the Commune Podcast. This time we will talk, be talking about having to explore a building that is uh, kind of not safe. But before that, Sanrio, how have you been doing? I'm better. No, I'm feeling much better than I have the past two weeks. So, yeah. Nice. Glad to hear. Getting over uh, an illness? Yeah. Yeah, I've just been tired often. So. Alright, I'll cheer to that. Uh, Wario fan, how have you been doing? I wanted to get myself into the spirit of this podcast, so I set myself on fire. Well, that's original. I know. Fox, how have you been doing? I'm good. I, I've avoided being set on fire. Is, a, is that usually a difficulty for you? It's a challenge sometimes. <laughs> it's a struggle. Adrian, how have you been doing? I won't know until after I get my grades, but when oh. I do, I am going to set those papers on fire. <laughs> yeah, that was something people did in high school. Well, I'm doing it in college. I, hopefully for your, your chem class, right? <laughs> yeah, next semester. Wario fan, what games have you been playing lately? Actually, I, I played the Fireman 2. Ooh. Oh. Pete and Danny. Whoa. Adrian is just in awe. I can tell. <laughs> so, when you described it to me, it sounded like you were uh, very politely saying what critical or not. You were very <laughs> politely saying what Hardcore Gaming 101 had said, which is that it takes the fireman and takes the interesting parts out of it. Basically, yeah. Oh, it's, it's kind of a much more linear fireman. Well, the first fireman's already pretty linear. But I know, 
but there's like nobody to rescue or anything and unless the story tells you to. And as far as I could tell there are no power ups hiding, but Monkey Paw claims there were. But I just couldn't find anything. Well there were some pretty pretty obscure hiding places, so it wouldn't That's surprise true. me. Yeah. And crawling doesn't really happen very often. It happened like once in stage two and that was about it. It was like that in the first game too. Crawling is required only a handful of times, but there is also, on top of that, another handful of times where it is useful but optional. Right. And in a series first, there are some bosses that are not actually sentient balls of fire. Uh, have you have you been to stage three? In in which game? <laughs> in the fireman. Oh jeez, did I forget about? Oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I just there's just so much fire enemies in the game. It's so hard to discern. What's not actually fire? But was their skateboard on fire? <laughs> I'm afraid not. <laughs> that is not worth playing. <laughs> I wasted six dollars and there's no skateboards on fire. Yes. This is uh this is the Zanrio standard of gamer view. Yes. No skateboard fire. Sarah also tends not worth playing. <laughs> Yesterday, Daniel mentioned that he thought. Uh, learning in the fireman was not as intuitive as it could be because dying is so harsh. You game over and get back sent back to the beginning of the game. And uh, yeah. I was interested, uh, Wario fan, that you mentioned that the fireman too lets you save. It's actually just auto saves. It auto saves between stages. You don't really get a choice. And mm-hmm. even then, when you die, you can just choose to start right away at the uh, beginning of the stage with all of your health power ups back. So what does the Fireman 2 add that is not in the Fireman? Voice acting. Okay. That's about it as as far as... Um, I actually don't remember if strafing was in the Fireman, though. So, oh, yeah. Oh, not really. It wasn't really a move I used a whole lot anyway. I think it kind of just feels a little less uh, frantic because in the Fireman, you're, you're having all your, your support group talking uh, constantly. And then here, the game just sort of pauses at intervals while uh, the one girl talks to you and you talk to survivors and your family and whatnot. It also adds co-op, though, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Jeez. I completely forgot. Yeah. Does, does Danny get a hose or do you get to play with the axe? He's, he's still an axe man. All right. That's a good uh, license plate. <laughs> All right. Any final words on the fireman, too? I think I would have like to understand the dialogue at least. Yeah. But otherwise, I mean, it, it's a nice curiosity if if you like the fireman, but there's just not a whole lot of uh, extras. When they translated uh, Police Knots, they subbed all of the cutscenes, and I don't know how difficult that was. That must have required, like, taking out the video files, adding the subbing, and then putting them back on the ISO or something like that. Wow. Anyway, Fox, what have you been playing lately? I've been playing God Hand. Oh, well, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a game you just casually mention and then just stop talking about it. it uh, I was a little surprised because uh, if yourself was here, he would have answered the same. Oh. Uh, anyway, so how far are you? I'm going through, this is the second time through. I'm, I'm trying to beat it on hard mode now. Uh, so... Yourself wasn't too sure about the rules for hard mode when I asked him. It had just been a while since we had looked it up. Is it that you constantly stay at level 3 
and there's no going down levels? That's correct. Okay. And so how does the level system work usually in God Hand? Usually, the better you play, it kind of tallies up if you don't get hit for a while, and and it ranks you up automatically, so it kind of automatically forces you into that difficulty, the better you play. Then if you get hit, it falls down and knocks you back into easier bits of play. So it's kind of automatically adjusting, depending on how well you play. And what does that in the stage will that level change? I don't know exactly. I'm going to, I'm just, I know things play differently on hard mode because you're in... I don't know if it's because you're always in that third rank or if it's because it's explicitly hard mode, but I think it determines, I, I don't know, like enemy damage, how much they take, how well they play, and things like that. I don't know the specifics, though. Okay. That kind of reminds me of shmup rank, where uh, the better you play, the harder the game will be. And so certain guides will advise you, uh, at this point in the game, you should ditch a life so that the game goes easier on you. Hmm. I know in, in Raiden in particular, rank is funny because, or Raiden, I think it pretty much just stays the same, but if you collect the laser power-up, all the bullets go way faster. So just the, the way to deal with rank in that game is don't collect the laser. <laughs> Something I've learned about myself while playing it is that I'm the kind of person who's willing to play through like one level for three hours just to beat it a special way. All right. That's, a, that's a, worth a high five. <laughs> I will do that from time to time. It's kind of a crawl. At that point, does it feel like feel like you're playing well, though? It, it kind of reminds me of when it, when you when you try to play a game beyond a certain difficulty. It feels more than just playing well. It's kind of playing well and then knowing when to use certain exploits or how to exploit enemies' AIs. It's it's kind of a combination of playing well and then knowing how you can cheese certain people. Mm. Is that like supposed to be in a good way? Because Normally, when you talk about cheesing AI, it's usually because things are too one-sided. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good, but it, it feels like <laughs> that when you play games beyond a certain difficulty, where you need to discover, I don't know, I don't know if it's just the cheesing ways of doing things, but it, it's, it feels like that sometimes. Okay. Then I'll probably play God Hand on normal mode. That's recommended, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Adrian, what have you been playing lately? been playing Super Smash Brothers. Alright. Who do you main as in Smash? Right now, the demo has only five characters, but I really like Link. They made him so much better this time around. Like, they changed his dash attack so that he does the jump strike, which is so much better. <laughs> Instead He's also of just, like, uh, awkwardly coming to a halt while he sticks his sword out casually. Yeah. The point is, Link is better this time around, and I really like him. Mega Man is surprisingly uh, more tricky to use than I thought he would be. Oh. The part of the problem with that is the 3DS, because I find myself oftentimes stick jumping when I don't or doing smash attacks when I want to do tilt attacks. And I think it's the, the part of that problem is because of the circle pad, so the circle pad, and they made the smash attacks a little too lenient. Brawl was pretty good about all of the options you had for the controls, but they didn't have anything where you could adjust the smash sensitivity. I wonder if that's something they could look into. And Sanrio, what have you been playing lately? Today I started um Child of Child Light. Child of Light. Wii U. Okay. Yeah. Is that platformer or um, 
RPG turn-based battle system when you beat an enemy. So, yeah. The Fireman gives you big rooms to explore, and on occasion, optional hallways. It takes time to cover that ground, time that is ticking down from the start of the stage. Take too long, and the game saps your health. How do you manage the balance between covering space and making good time? This time I wanted to get at exploration in The Fireman. I was wondering, Fox, the first time you play a level, uh, what's your approach? Do you try to hit every room or just get through the level? Typically, initially, I try to go through every every room. I you know, put on every fire and break everything while occasionally saving people. Okay. And do you miss stuff when you take that approach? I don't try to miss things. Uh, I'm sure I do because it's not always... Obvious to me when to call over, call under something, or to, to avoid the uh, leading arrow. Yeah. Okay. Adrian, how about you? I don't remember what I did in my first playthrough, but on my second, I did try to check all the rooms and skip any that were worth skipping. But um, it became more apparent in my second playthrough that uh, it's very easy to run out of time, and it's almost not even worth exploring sometimes because the game punishes you for doing so and puts you to, like, one health. Yeah, that is a concern. When you play that way, you kind of have to bear in mind that that's not going to be a very easy playthrough to clear the game on. You might just be doing that as a scouting mission more than a genuine playthrough. Yeah. Zanrio, when you play a stage for the first time, do you try to explore everything or just get through? Explore. I like exploring stages. I like collecting stuff. Okay, so you'll hit all the side rooms that you can. Yeah, because that's why I usually play games like that. Was it rewarding in the Fireman to take that approach? Not from the first playthrough, because I just wasted a lot of time and lost um, all of my health. I see. Right so before I... I had to fight the boss. <laughs> and Mario fan, how about you? I, I generally tried to be thorough about uh, exploring the levels, because you know I enjoyed getting so many power-ups that you get bigger Pose power. Okay. Is that stack or is it just one super pose? There's just one super hose. Uh, if you collect subsequent bombs, you don't pick them up. Oh. So, Wario fan, have you found all of the survivors in the game yet? See, the problem is that I have no idea if I found all the survivors. Because I was a cheapskate and beat the game on easy mode where it doesn't tell you that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you don't Commander. get a score on easy mode? No, I mean you get the you know the individual level scores, but your overall survivor rate and everything in the credits—that's all. It doesn't show up. You don't get credits. Oh man, the game just ends and says you should have beaten this on normal, you loser. <laughs> Sanrio, you haven't beaten the game yet, so I guess you wouldn't know if uh, you have found all the survivors yet. No. Okay, they do tell you that stuff in the in the credit sequence, though. Okay. Like fan said, if if you're not playing uneasy. 
Actually, Warrior fan, what do you know what the difference is between easy and normal mode? I have no idea. I never played on normal. But huh. <laughs> but but I feel like I never ran into that uh, that health glitch you guys keep talking about. So uh, I wonder hmm. if maybe either I'm sure I've gotten under one minute before, but I'm positive I didn't just suddenly run out of health. Okay. So either either I'm not remembering right, or it's just not something that affects easy mode. I don't. I'm sure what I'm playing on. I I don't think I look at the options. Yeah, you should be on normal mode then. Okay. Yeah. Adrian, have you found all the survivors in the game yet? I don't know. I know I found most of them while you were being my navigator my second playthrough. Uh, for my third playthrough, I wasn't keeping count, so uh, I don't actually know. So you haven't beaten the game? No, I've beaten it. It tells you in the credits. Oh, I didn't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, and how will you know who made the game? Uh, uh, sorry. God, there's, there's going to be a pop quiz on executive producers at the end, so you better pay attention. <laughs> I like watching the credits just because it does the uh, Axel raster effect on the skyscrapers. Fox, I think you just beat uh, the firemen earlier today, right? Yeah. How, did you find all the survivors? No. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure I did not. I, I found little Matthew is it Sharp. Short? Shorter. Shorter. I found him, but that's the only thing that was significant in my mind. Yeah, he's the only important one. I, I was I was trying to find everyone, but I got to a certain point where the, the fire was too much of a pain to clear everything, so I just got out of there. Yeah, so there was a point at which you said, exploration is not worth it, I'm just going to get through. Yeah. Okay. What was the turning point for you there? Uh, it was one of the last two levels where everything was... All the fires were much more aggressive. There were fires that were spawning other fires. There were fires <laughs> that were charging at me. This, this is a good Simpsons joke here. About dogs shooting the barking bees. But <laughs> this, is, this is the kind of feeling you get. So, I guess I'm trying to get like as specific as possible. Was it that you had a time limit and fires were taking so much time to kill that you didn't have any time to spare? Yeah, it's it's, it's that, yeah. I see. And the levels do... It's surprising how long they are. You see a 10-minute time limit, you're like, ah, oh, that's plenty. But no, you're going to need all 600 of those seconds. Especially if you want to find everything. So, I forget if the credits tell you in particular how many survivors there are. I wasn't paying attention either. <laughs> all I see, saw was that... Ah, I need you guys to post your scores. Was it just all, me? Okay. All, I knew, all I know is that I'm an average firefighter. So am I. I wasn't good enough for the real credits. <laughs> <laughs> Do you... You don't remember what your rescue rate was? No. Okay. Wario fan, how far through the game have you been? Well, I, I beat it. Wait, yeah, that's right. Okay, so you haven't played any on normal mode, that is? No. Okay. I I beat the game. I It said, uh, hey, idiot, play on normal mode, and I considered it a, su- a success. <laughs> <laughs> As far as I was concerned, Christmas was saved. If you were to sit down for whatever reason and play the firemen again, would you go out of your way to get those survivors that you already knew where they were? I think I would, uh, mostly because saving them benefits you because it gives you a health refill. Hmm. This is very important. Because, you know, I remember some levels I was just dying, and I'd be like, oh, please let there be a survivor coming up. Oh, oh my God, there's somebody burning alive. That's great. I'll go save him, and I'll absorb his health. 
<laughs> Alternatively, uh, that was part of the reason I would skip them, because I'd have full health and have my super hose, and I'm like, I don't need you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, Fox, is that to say, you go back and replay the fireman, you're probably going to do better this time, just knowing where things are, having a better sense of timing about things. Are you going to go out of your way to pick up survivors that you don't need? If I'm playing it again, I'll probably do it just to get everything. I see. If I'm doing a speedrun, or just, I don't know, just playing it for fun, I'll, I'll probably ignore them. Unless uh, I need Speedrunners don't have morals. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is that you only save the people for the extra points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how real firefighting works, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Um, that's the first lesson to teach you when you go to firefighter college. Only save somebody if you're low on health. <laughs> so, Fox, you're keying in on something interesting about the firemen and that there are a number of different play styles you can take, or at least two. One where you do a full exploration run, one where you do a speed run, and presumably there are runs in between, like uh, using your bombs versus trying to stick to your super hose. Stuff like that. Adrian, if you go back to play the game again, will you go out of your way to pick up survivors that you don't need? Yeah, just because. Good for the score. I would feel bad if I left someone to burn. <laughs> yeah, they seem pretty important. You get a whole cutscene and everything. And then Sandy. Danny just suddenly takes him away and comes right back in five seconds. Yeah, yeah. He, just, he just throws him out the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bob. <laughs> How did they do that in the basement? He throws them up the window. (laughs) In the sequel, when you you rescue plot survivors, Danny doesn't take him away. The backup team just comes in with the stretcher. Oh. Zanrio, if you're full on health and you have the super hose, are you going to go out of your way to look for survivors? Yes, because I'm a collector. I want to explore... Every little six around the game and find everything. So collecting is its own reward. Yes. Plus, I'm not a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Fox, you said you had run low on time in level five and six, right? Yeah. Is that to say you got to the point where you hit the one HP mark? Yeah, I've done that for a couple levels. Sometimes it just doesn't feel like I have enough time at all to get through it normally. Hmm. Or I can't tell because I've either died and I got extra time because of that and I was able to get through it, or really just that. Would you be able to speak to what features of a level keep you from getting through it quickly? It's, it's I guess it's part the way I play and part the way the game is, is treating me. If, if I want to put out every fire and I'm encountering a lot of those, the runaways that set like the carpet fires, it'll take me longer to get through it. So if I'm if I'm going through the first time, I'm trying to put out every fire and find everything. Sometimes I won't have enough time to get through there. Okay, so it's not even like hitting optional rooms. It's that the content there is optional content within required rooms that will slow you down as well. Right. Okay, Mario fan, have you ever uh, run out of time in a level? You know what? I think I might have uh, run out of time in the last level, trying to finish off the uh, the boss. Or rather, after the thing you do after the boss. Right. That was about the only uh, only time I remember it happening playing Fireman One. 
there was a timer during the uh, sequence after the boss? Yeah, the timer just kept going. I, I'm pretty sure I I ran it out of time doing something very simple. Well, I, was it that boss or was it another boss? Uh-oh. Was, wasn't there one part where you just had to keep shooting fire into a window? Uh, yeah. At water, but yeah. Ah, oh, um, oh God, this is the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what, was there any consequence for that? I I think it was just death. Oh, instant death when you reach zero. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you you ran out of time. The building exploded, and you didn't have any more time to insult the man for his architecture. They made up before that point. They make up in, like, level four or five. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pay attention to the story. It's going to be on the quiz. Maybe yeah. only on, on normal mode. Zanrio, have you ever run low on time in a level? Yes. Level one and three. So what do you think you could have done in that in those levels to prevent yourself from uh, hitting that? Try and get through the level passport. Um, not stuff into the pass off every single little power I see. I see. Yeah. So you would you would play a little like Fox, where you pick and choose what fires you actually need to put out. Yeah, at least in the first playthrough, and also maybe because I don't. This is the it's the first time I play. I don't know what level looks like. I don't know the layout. So sometimes I'm like going the wrong way for almost a minute before I realize I've got a the other way around to find it all. There's one particularly nasty loop in stage three that did that to me on a couple yeah. pictures. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, it's not that obvious where the door is and where I have to go. So part of it is just getting a, a sense of the navigation through the building. Yeah. All right. Adrian, is there anything you can do in firefighting to combat fires more efficiently? So assume that I want a 100% fire rate on each level. Do you see a way to do that without just running out of time on each level? No. In fact, I think that playthrough that you linked where the person gets a really high rank, I think they actually time out on every, almost every single level. I believe uh, I believe the playthrough in total was an hour and five minutes. So that makes sense to me. I would believe that. Yeah, so I don't really think there is a way to get 100 fire rate and be under the time limit without getting the the health reduction penalty. I, I really don't think so. If you were to consider balance in the fireman, do you think that makes it properly balanced where you have to choose if you want 100% fire rate or a good clear time? Or would you say that is imbalanced and that you can't, like, uh, the fireman should let you reach both? Hmm. That there should be uh, maybe more skilled ways of taking out fire? that would be faster? That's an interesting question. My first thing I would say is that, yes, there should be a way that you can be able to do both. But the other question that's coming in my mind is uh, how big of a deal is that really? Even if you do get the health reduction penalty, if you are still able to S rank or A rank the game, whatever the highest rank is. Okay. And again, I don't know. It might also be that the game is biased towards the fire rate versus you playing no damage and certainly biased against you doing it quickly. Like if you do the if you like go Mega Man X style and just like 
dash through the whole level, skipping whatever fires. You have a low fire rate, but you have great time. I think you would actually still get a low rank, or relatively low, more like an average rank. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm saying the game is biased in what it wants you to do in order to get what it considers a good score. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying biased in a... I mean, I don't know if it... It's about firefighting. Yeah. It, it, It makes the scoring whatever it wants, but I also think it should be clear that, yes, we do score you on timing. No, it doesn't matter as much. And it's actually not clear about that. It is worth noting that bosses can be killed very quickly, especially if you employ bombs. Yes. But also, just like, uh, many bosses will shield themselves in ways that you can get around the shield, or like, the stage 4 boss has a phase where he will spawn multiple fires, and, uh, like, like that phase will die out eventually. Mm-hmm. But you can, if you are good enough at clearing out the fires, you can also halt it midway through and get him back to his, um, to a phase where you can actually damage his health. Yeah. Just one more, just one more thing. See, you're asking me about balance. Yes. But the thing is, like, I don't know, I don't entirely know what balance actually means in this instance, or how we would define it. That's part of the question, like, what do you think balance should mean, given how the game plays? Hmm. But I think you just answered. Okay. Sanrio, what does the timer add to exploration? Well, I kind of forced you to hurry up and I'll... Just don't be too slow. Alright, that's practical. Yeah. Warrior fan, what would you say the timer adds to the sense of exploration? Hurry up or else people are going to burn alive. (laughs) (laughs) Namely yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody's not here today? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awkward. a lot. Adrian, what does the timer add to the sense of exploration? Well, I'm not sure if it adds to the exploration, or eh, I guess it does. Uh, Tension. Okay. How does it do that? Timers are just inherently a source of tension. If a game says you need to do blah in a limited amount of time, then naturally it's going to be a source of tension. It's a higher level of performance required. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Uh, Fox, what would you say the timer adds to the exploration? I'd say it makes exploration a separate playstyle. If, if it weren't there, it wouldn't be so distinct. I mean, exploration wouldn't have any cost to doing it. It gives meaning to exploration because without the timer, all your playthroughs would just be, let's do the downspray on every pixel in the game, but when they add that timer, that forces you to pick and choose what pixels. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's the way that I think about it, in that uh, exploration is something with, which tends to take a lot of time. And so putting a timer in there, it gives you the opposite impulse. And balancing yourself between those two opposites is a nice source of tension. Yeah. I still find it weird, though, that the levels, it, it doesn't really seem like you can play in this exploration you know, sort of completionist style without it timing out. Maybe that is how they timer... Like, maybe that's how they got to those time limits. Maybe. But it still means that you can't tell who exactly did better than whoever if the thing is stuck at zero. It's like, oh, there's no timer anymore. 
Well, you get the time at the at the very end. Okay. That also yeah. makes it so that like uh, you have the speedrunner, you have the completionist, and it's hard to say whose playthrough is really better. They're both good in different ways. Yeah. The Fireman isn't the only game to contrast exploration and speed. How do other games explore this relationship? So Adrian, name another game that encourages exploration while under a time limit. Super Mario Bros. Okay. And how successful is, is Super Mario Brothers at doing that? Pretty good. There has been times I went searching for those star coins that uh, I nearly timed out. So I think it's good at doing that. Uh, a game that has exploration but doesn't have a time limit is uh, you know Donkey Kong Country. Uh, you can take about as long as you want in those levels. So yeah, I guess that's a good compare contrast there with Fireman and what the timer adds to exploration. In particular, I think New Super Mario Bros. U got a little zany with the star coins, and I would have appreciated them dropping the time limit. Sanrio? Yeah? What is a game that encourages exploration under a time limit? Mm, yeah, I'd also say Mario. Okay. Do you think the time limit helps Mario in its exploration? Well, I actually have problems with it, except I rarely run out of time for the stuff that I want to do or want to look for, except for some sort of really hard star coins. So just may as well not even be there. Yeah, most of levels, yeah. Fox, give me a game that encourages exploration under a time limit. This is hard for me to think of because I don't play that many games that have, have exploration and time limits, but I'm going to go with Super Meat Boy for some cases. Uh, exploration and Super Meat Boy? <laughs> yeah. It's got bandages you need to find. It's got warp zones you need to find. And the whole time you're being timed, you get a rank at the end. Sometimes you're being chased by things, so you need to be able to, you know, I don't know, this is breaking down. <laughs> so it sounds like, like, Super Meat Boy levels are already hard as is, mm-hmm. but having that timer there encourages yet another tier of gameplay where... It's that scalable difficulty where you can choose to do the harder section. Right. So the timer has a, a very real impact on the exploration in Super Meat Boy. It's actually not that bad, because to you, you can score a, like an A-plus rank on it by beating it really quickly and then go back and do the exploration stuff. So I guess it's not that pronounced. Oh, uh, okay. It's not like you die if you time out or anything? No. Okay. Just a lesser rank. All right. So you have a good rank run, and then you have an exploration run. Yeah. Wario fan? Yes. All right, you better... you got to help me out here, because I've been expecting a game this entire time. Uh-oh. Um, what is a game that encourages exploration under a time limit? I I might have a very bad example. <laughs> 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 uh, 
All right, well, let's hear it. <laughs> Put those socks on. What? Uh, Super Smash Brothers. Oh, my God. On the 3DS. Oh. that Smash Run. Oh, I thought you were going to say 64. No. With the, uh, the get to the finish. Oh, wait, is that Melee? Never mind. What were you going to talk about with the 3DS? Smash Run. Yes. So it's how does that work? Five minutes to explore this huge maze and collect power-ups and uh, other things, and then you fight. Hmm. So it's like, uh, it's not that exploration is contrary to your goal. Right. Hmm. I mean, it's not a dedicated game or anything. It's just... It's a game mode. Yeah. So what are some good strategies for exploring efficiently in Smash Run? I, I feel like there's a bunch of... You know, once you played enough, you kind of have a feeling where there's chests with a bunch of goodies will usually pop up, so you try and hit those hot spots first. At least I try to hit those hot spots first. And then, you know, along the way, I you know, if you happen to see powerful enemies like, you know, Reapers or Bonkers, and then uh, you beat those guys up, and hopefully they'll drop a big stat boost or something like that. Or if you suddenly see a, a door in the middle of the way, then uh, you go in there, hopefully you can beat the challenge. Or maybe it'll just be an easy room that has powers laid out for you instead of having to break crystals in 30 seconds. I know that Smash Run ends in a fight that grades you on how well you explore, but what would you say separates a good Smash Run exploration and a bad Smash Run exploration? Like, what's going to separate a good player from a bad player prior well, to the fight? I guess for me personally, it's based on the luck of acquiring new customization or power-ups. But somebody skilled could probably take on the harder challenges within the game. Uh, like, maybe you'll randomly get the hard version of the Break the Crystal stage, and you'll just get a plethora of extreme power-ups or something, and it'll help boost your score, or boost your stats. So that the avenues of exploration play well enough into general Smash skills that being a good Smash player will even feed into your ability to explore. Yeah. Okay. That's and preparation, nice. I guess, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm afraid you're all fired because no one said Majora's Mask. Oh. What? Uh-huh. That's a time limit. You can reset whatever you want. Well, yeah, no, 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 no. That's true. That's go true. play Great Bay Temple and tell yeah. them that. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny? I got all the fairies on that on my first try. Uh, I have a hard time believing you. Uh, <laughs> God damn! I wish I recorded because I had a hard time believing it myself. <laughs> Adrian just puts down the controller. Of what? Yeah. Gosh darn it, here I was thinking about, you know, a, a legitimate limit, like, you know, see, in ten minutes, counting down, not... Well, Majora's Mask is a legitimate limit. It does, it is a legitimate limit, but I mean, yeah. like, like a digital clock limit. You want to be want to know what's more hardcore? Doing the temples without playing the song of double time. Oh, I've never tried that. That's that, pretty cool. I just thought of that now, and I want to do it. I'm not sure it's possible. You know what? Maybe it is. I think it is. <laughs> I really feel like they had to have thought of that. And they had to have timed it out, because if you didn't get the song at top double time, then the dungeons would be impossible. So I think they did time it out. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff that's impossible in that game if you don't do secret stuff. Secret stuff? Like, uh, Majora's Mask... Um, Wait, is it double time or half time? 
No, the, the song so of halftime is when you uh, the performer comes out, and then after that, all the football players come back out. Oh, that, that explains <laughs> it. Um, I, no, I think double time might be the one that skips you 12 hours. Oh, and I'm thinking this, when you play it backwards, it slows time inverse down. Inverse song of time? Is that yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, it's, yeah, it's the inverse that that's slows it, and I, isn't there one that speeds it up? That's, yeah, that's that's double time. Well, double time just skips it, and oh. uh, playing the inverse again, I think, might set it to normal time. I yeah. don't know. Um, I did have a better example than Meat Boy. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Uh, Too late. Oh, man. <laughs> you only get one shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Fallout 1 actually has two different kinds of timers that penalize you if you take too long doing stuff. Hmm. So how does that work? There's the, f- like the first quest you get is to find a water chip, and you only have so many days to do it before your vault dries up and everyone dies. So you're kind of... You, you, I mean, you just leave it, so you've got this whole world to explore. So you're torn between checking out new stuff and finding this water chip. And then, I mean, if you feel rushed, you might give out extra information about your vault that you shouldn't be that can cause bad things to happen to it. Uh, like to NPCs? Yeah. You can say, hey, we need water, this is where we are. And they'll be like, oh, okay, we need to attack it or something. After that, once once you, once you find that, there's a second like, overall game timer where if you take too long doing things, certain towns will get invaded. So it's, it's all kind of a, a balance between finding everything and then seeing the consequence if you're dallying. <laughs> I'm not sure how much it's worth talking about the second one. We're like, a, certainly that is an interesting feature of a world, but when you don't get clear feedback, that doesn't really influence how you explore. That's um, true. But the first one, how do you manage to find the water chip under a time limit? Does it tell you where it is? No, it doesn't tell you where it is. You gotta go around asking people about it. So you are, like, building skills on how to find stuff while under this time limit. Correct. Huh. And I'll tell you, uh, if you're doing a playthrough with one intelligence, it's impossible to have conversations with people. So is it possible to clear that part? Like, do you just have to know where it is from a previous playthrough? It is, because they'll, they can, they'll, they'll say, like, one thing to you, and then you'll say stupid garble back to them, and they'll stop talking to you. But you can kind of get information out of that first sentence, but it's really hard. <laughs> Hmm. Ah, that's pretty cool. The one I always like is Burning Rangers, where you have a time limit that you can decrease by putting out more fires, and then you can also really super decrease it by rescuing people, so that if you are efficient at exploration, you can keep your time limit down, and uh, it's a way that the time limit feeds into exploration, that uh, exploration will benefit your timer. It's an interesting flip on the head of uh, the fireman. All right. Anything else on exploration and timers in the fireman? Does anyone else like having their health reduced to one? I I love it. It's a good feature, but certainly it's frustrating to see it happen and not know what the the fuck is going on. (laughs) Would you guys rather be drained or or halved? Uh, you know, that, that is, they could take, like, uh, 50% at the 1 minute 30 mark, and then all of your health down to 1 at the 0 minute mark. Well, uh, that's still weird that it just happens at 130 or 150, but if it's at 0, you know, that makes sense. And then they give you, like, your additional 130, and then if those 130 goes up and it's at 0 again, then go to 1 health. 
that makes sense. How about this? Your health is your timer. This is something that Socket does. This is something that Knights does. Oh, yeah. I don't remember how Knights does it, that game. So you don't... It's uh, You are able to stay in the flying form as long as you have time left. And oh, yeah, whenever yeah, you yeah, bump yeah. into an enemy, you lose time. Yeah, I remember. It, it, the thing is that it's so easy for... Because I play Knights Journey to Dreams. Yes. And I tried S-ranking almost every level. I think I did, too. I got yeah. mercy on your soul after playing those platforming levels. Oh, those were those were the best. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I know. But yeah, that, that's one way to do it. The thing is that it's a it's a lot of health that you're talking about if it's your timer. Yeah, I think Shinobi on PS2 does something like that. Your health is constantly draining until unless you they're beating up people or they're doing things. Huh. Adventure Island. Yeah, Adventure Island does that. Except enemies just kill you in one hit. So, Fox, most important question of the podcast How prepared are you for Halloween? I have a couple cans of skeleton repellent, but that's about it. <laughs> Alright. I mean, it's better than nothing. Adrian, how prepared are you for Halloween? Uh, I did not come prepared. I didn't. I don't have a costume. <laughs> yeah. But I will proceed to egg people on Halloween. <laughs> uh, that makes you a good person. That's, that's in the Halloween spirit. Yeah. The reason for the season. Zandrio, how prepared are you for Halloween? I have costumes. Uh, was that plural? Yes. I'm okay. a cosplayer, so, you know. So, I... Uh, do you think you will use any of them this Halloween? Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, like, uh, any in particular? Yeah, um, Lakitu, maybe? Haha, um. <laughs> that, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Do you have the, like, fishing rod? No, I'm going off this spiny-throwing enemy Lakitu. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, those, those are scary. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to egg people, alright? <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that before. Really? Thank you for bringing that up. I saw... <laughs> I, I saw my friends sugar-cheating getting egged once when they were walking ahead of me in the car. I finally <laughs> egged them. Uh, except they missed, because their aim was terrible. Turns out it's actually pretty hard to hit people with eggs in a moving car. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> I guess it wasn't very exciting. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Fox, what do you say? About egging people? <laughs> <laughs> no, about how prepared you are for Halloween. What do you say? Oh, he, he's the one with the cans of skeleton rep- repellent. Oh. I almost said propellant. Then That's a good idea. Mario. <laughs> skeleton propellant? This is like Golden is in charge. <laughs> Yes, My it God. is. <laughs> um, well, I I was having trouble deciding on a costume, and I figured I was inspired. I think I'm going to dress as a skateboard on fire. Nice. You're not going to dress as Wario? Is it not a skateboarder on fire? Just a skateboard on fire? 
Right, yeah. Go the full mile. <laughs> That's creative, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll ask, what are you supposed to be? And I'll be, I'm on fire. <laughs> Send help. <laughs> uh, Adrian, any final words? I need to try out Fireman 2 and see how that turns out. Kind of interested in how that game even looks, considering it's a PlayStation game. I think it looks like a Super Nintendo game. It, it looks the same. It looks like a Super Nintendo game. Are you serious? Yeah. They didn't. They didn't try going 3D. No. Oh. It's. I mean, it's a very early PS1 game, 95. So they just. Uh... Wait. So it's not even like 2D PS1, like Mega Man X4 or Symphony of the Night. Uh, no, not not entirely. I mean, I guess I can't really tell if, you know, there's any... I mean, it looks a little souped up, but generally the same. Huh. That's weird. I'll have to see for myself. Sanrio, any final words? No. Okay. Uh, Wario fan, any final words? I'm inspired to kickstart Fireman 3. Fireman? <laughs> No, Fireman 3. Okay. The the Revenge of Danny. Not <laughs> <laughs> the Revenge of the Skateboard on Fire? No, not that's Fireman 4. Ah. Uh, Fireboard. Or a, a standard one, Riding Skateboard? <laughs> I think actually the Fireman 3 should be like a Left 4 Dead first person Fireman game where you get. A, like a full four-person squad and try to clear out a building of fire. Well, that makes sense because they have a four-person squad in the game, so... Yeah. It used to be on Wii U. Yeah, we'll put that on there right after uh, Splatoon. Oh, Splatoon. I, that, now, that's a game kind of hyped for, just to see yeah. what it's what it's like. Fox, any final words? No, my time's up. All music in this podcast is from The Fireman. I'll leave you with this final thought. Time isn't the only way to add tension to exploration. How do games balance the benefits of exploration with the risk of encountering new challenges? If you have any comments or questions, please email bgcommune at gmail.com. Oh, hey, now I remember what I wanted to say. <laughs> Earlier you said that the timer keeps you from downspraying every pixel. But if we if we were all in agreement that you can't really do you know exploration or at least ex- exploration for a good rank without it timing out, then yeah. that kind of happens where okay I timed out anyway I'm at one health I'm going to downspray everything and then you can go into that more I guess you can say degenerate style of play <laughs> instead of the more skillful uh, one. True. That's true where exploration becomes worked, but it still requires skill in that uh, you're going to be spraying every pixel. Without taking a hit. Mm. Sure, mm. but the downspray uh, makes that a lot easier. Uh, I, I don't think it makes it trivially easy. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 that's fair. But, you, um, 
You get a if lot of help timer, from firemen. If the timer was still there, though, I think you would be encouraged to play more normally and not overly cautious. Okay, so that if the timer were lenient enough to allow you to get 100% clear rate on each level, then you would keep track of your time while trying yeah. to clear out the level. Whereas yeah. now it's just a foregone conclusion. Yeah, because, I mean, to me, there are definitely benefits, and it also kind of makes more sense if you as a player understand that, okay, the developers timed this out so that I can complete the level and beat the boss without getting this health reduction, and that sets a clear... I'm, I'm lacking a word for it, but it's a clear... Evaluation. Yeah, evaluation of skill that you can reach, but with the way it is now... You can't really tell, and it's like, okay, well, I don't have to play like I'm in a rush anymore, where I have to manage between exploring and doing it with taking few hits as possible. Now I'm just going to take as long as I want. Yeah, all right. 